Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Uh, joining us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE, which speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G, the very talented Rick Buecher, ESPN NBA NBA analyst. Hey, Rick, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. I said at the beginning of this program, Rick, that um, if the Celtics can play any better than that, the Sixers and the Heat probably don't want to see it. What impressed no. you more about that game last night from the Celtics standpoint, the great offense or the even better defense? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get too excited about the 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 defense simply because the Hawks were trying to reintroduce Al Horford uh, in into their lineup after being out since January with that pectoral muscle, and I think that that did a lot to to put them uh, off their game a bit mm-hmm. uh, at, at that end. But offensively, and and you guys know this. Every Celtics fan has to know this that. Uh, Paul Pierce has great games. Rajon Rondo has great games. Getting those two have to have great games in the same game happens, but it doesn't happen consistently. And what they showed last night is is when they can get both of those guys rolling at the same time, uh, this team still has championship qualities about it. has has the capability of doing that. Now I don't. I don't know how many more performances like last night they have when, when Rondo's just stepping up and knocking down threes mm. as if he's been doing it, you know, as if he's Ray Allen. You know things are rolling in your favor. But uh, the, the fact that they had those two guys going at the same time instantly made me think, you know what, maybe that one-game suspension wasn't the worst thing to happen to this team. Hey, you know, I don't know, Rick. I'm sure you've uh, offered your opinion on Joe Johnson in the past. I don't remember. But uh, uh, up or down, have you lost respect for him in this series? And do you have to rethink, do we all have to rethink the uh, the label of Joe Johnson superstar when you see him shrink on the big stage like this? Yeah, I, I don't. When I see that happen to a guy who hasn't, done that before i mean look he's had series where he hasn't shot well but i've never seen him not be aggressive if he's gonna if he's gonna lose he's gonna he's gonna do you know a seven for 28 right and so look i without being close enough to that team to understand what's going on physically what's going on internally as far as the politics i'm i'm a little reluctant to immediately say that you know that, that that he's dropped off, or, or that we. I'm going to take a new look uh, or have a new opinion of him. I, I just long felt that you know when he stayed in Atlanta and he signed the big contract, he was staying for the money. It was I can't pass up this money, even though this is not the ideal culture. This is not the ideal winning situation. I I, I feel as if he had gone to Chicago as he had the opportunity to do that we would be talking about Joe Johnson in an entirely different frame and maybe about 
the Eastern Conference playoffs in an entirely different frame for the last two years. Well, Rick, last, last night's game notwithstanding and the series notwithstanding, in general, do you yeah. look at Joe Johnson and say that is an elite NBA superstar? I would say that he's capable of that. Uh, um, he, he certainly, again, the way you look at the, the coaching changes there, you look at the overall structure of that franchise, and I look at who Joe Johnson is. He's not, he's not a leader. Right. No. I think he's, I think he's an elite. I think he's an elite talent. When you have that kind of scoring ability and his size, and I know he's capable of playing quality defense. I, I just, I feel as if it's one of those talents, and he's not a. He's not a Derek Coleman in terms of his behavior, mm-hmm. but it's, he's one of those guys where I look at what he was capable of, and he will never, let's put it this way, I don't think he's ever going to come close to realizing his potential. So do you think this uh, Atlanta team has the heart to bring this back to Boston or, or even possibly win one in Boston, or do you think it's over? They are just crazy enough to have that ability. I, I, I really... I really feel as if they're going to need an emotional push. And we've seen this, and, and Celtics fans know this too. You know, Atlanta plays different at home than they do on the road. Uh, they, 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 get, they get geeked up if the, if, if the game is rolling in their favor. Yeah. To me, it's, it's going to be decided in the first quarter. Uh, it, it's, what I don't like about the Hawks is that they're very much a front-running team. And I feel as if the Celtics can carry over what they did or just – hold serve through the first quarter, the first half, that the the Hawks are, are eventually going to succumb in this next game. But that's going to be the key, because if they get out and they're rolling and Josh Smith is, is running and dunking, that's not the kind of game the Celtics want to play in, and, and that's the kind of game that gets the Hawks playing above their heads. Hey, Rick, we asked this question last week of somebody else. If, if you had a pickup game going and you were choosing from these two squads, the Hawks and the Celtics, and you had the first choice, who would your guy be? Paul Pierce. You didn't even hesitate. Who would the second guy be? He would be great. You know, he's great in the NBA games, but I bet you he's one of the great playground, you know, oh, street stylers of yeah. all time. Yeah. Because he's the ultimate – because he's, he's the ultimate old man, like – he, he, he just kills you. Like, yeah. what is he doing? He's not even getting off the floor. He's te- he's twenty years older than me, and he's crushing me. Yeah. That's, that's and he's loving it. He's loving it. He loves. He likes to watch you lose, watch you suffer more than he likes to win. He's got all those tricks too. He's pulling all the. T- he's calling you. He's calling that bogus foul just <laughs> just to irritate you <laughs> on the on the playground. No, I I, I would I would go there and. You know, it's interesting uh, who I would go next. I, it's a it's a real toss up for me between, uh, and I hate to be a prisoner of the moment. It's a real toss up for me between Kevin Garnett and, and Rajon Rondo right mm. now. It depends what you want to do. If you want them to get you the ball, then you'd take Rondo. If you want a guy to get the oh. rebounds, then you get uh, you well, get Garnett. Well, yeah. Well, if I'm pl- if I'm playing in the game, I'm not taking Pierce first. I'm taking Rondo and KG so they can be up. And yeah. get me the ball so I can take shots. That's that's a different story. If right. for my purposes playing in the game, then I want the guys who are just gonna give me the opportunity to jack it up. Depending on how far and how deep the Celtics go in this playoff run, do you see the stage set for Rajon Rondo to in- inject himself into the very upper echelon of, of point guards in the NBA if he's not there already? Yeah, it's it's again 
I, I, I want to keep in mind that they are playing the Atlanta Hawks, and he is matched up against Jeff Teague, who is a, uh, at times good, but not great point guard. Mm-hmm. And so this performance, I think, has to be taken through that prism. Let me see him uh, you know, go against some of the elites. Uh, before before I take that next step. There's no question that Rajan has that capability. Again, something I've, you know, Boston fans know as well as anybody, it's just a matter of consistency for him. And to me, that's the hallmark of the great ones. Whether they play well or they don't, you never question what they're contributing in that particular game. And Rajan's had a nice little run here, but that's that's the last step for him is, He's a terror every night. You're fearful of him every time you step on the floor with him. And there's, for whatever reason, there's just nights where you forget that he's there. All right, give us a breakdown of the uh, next round here, Rick, specifically Celtics hosting Philadelphia in round two. Last time we saw Philadelphia, they were a mess. I guess they've gotten their act together. Yeah, it helps when you're playing against the Chicago team without, the, <laughs> without Derrick Rose. Uh, they, they certainly were falling apart at the end of the season. I feel as if those injuries made them realize, hey, we, we, we could get to the second round. Uh, and, and that's exactly what they're doing. I think the important thing for the Celtics is dispatch with that series, uh, assuming both teams advance, dispatch with it as quickly as possible and make sure you're right for the next step because – with the way the Celtics have come on at the end of the season and, and the way they're playing right now, uh, if they weren't already, they have to start thinking about the idea that, you know what, people close the door on us. We might be able to sneak out of here with one more ring. And I know everybody wants to see Miami, Oklahoma City, or Miami and the Lakers. For me, a Celtics San Antonio, the old dog, yeah. trying to pick up one more ring, I think would be tremendous tremendous basketball do you like the celtics against the sixers if indeed they do meet i do yeah i do uh i mean again the way they're playing right now i like them against anybody in the eastern conference you know last time they played that was it was here but the philadelphia a month ago philadelphia boston it wasn't as close as last night's game yeah celtics atlanta hawks it was 103 79 so but it seemed like the the sixes were a mess and we're weren't even going to make the playoffs at that point yeah, well, they, look, they're they're very much an up and down team, and I, I got to say, even I look at Chicago, and I think people now are appreciating in this setting what Derrick Rose does for the Bulls because uh, people, you know, they were eighteen and eleven without him, and but you, you got to look at that um, through the prism of eleven of those teams, eleven of those wins were lottery teams wins and the other seven against playoff teams five of those were at home and so when you get to a playoff series and you have a coach like Doug Collins uh, and the athleticism that the that the Sixers have I mean these games really have still come down uh, to the to the finish so I, I wouldn't I look the Sixers look like they didn't care anymore at the end of the regular season they look like they care now, but I wouldn't go too far in saying that they're suddenly a juggernaut. Hey, Rick, final question for me. Uh, was that Knicks win over Miami just a temporary blip on the Heat's radar screen? Just a little, like a like a mosquito bite? I, 
I have to think so, but but the one troubling aspect was to see them in a nip and tuck game and to see their execution at the end of the you know in a half court offense awful. with You're a right. game on the line. It it I, I was watching that. I was going you know for all that's happened, nothing has changed. <laughs> they they have the exact same problems. So you Miami Boston. All right, let's move two rounds ahead. Miami Boston Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, can can the Celtics be more than a mosquito uh, against the Heat? Uh, oh, seeing how yeah. there's four yeah. games in Miami there, Rick. Yeah, no, I absolutely. Why? I mean, I mean the Heat are better. I mean, they're 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 more talented. They're faster. They're more athletic. Yeah, but the I think the Celtics have demonstrated they're one. They're a better executing team. Two, when I saw them play in the regular season, I. The Miami Heat looked like they didn't. They still hadn't figured out the puzzle of Rondo when he decides to be aggressive. And when I look at an addition like Avery Bradley and Brandon yep. Bass, yep. that's the youth and athleticism that the Celtics did not have when they were playing the the, the Miami Heat previously. If Avery Heat, if Avery Bradley can stay healthy uh, and he can knock down shots when necessary. Uh, I like him being able to at least slow down Dwayne Wade a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he does. He gets under his skin. And then you're counting on LeBron James to come through at the end. And I, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but and I know a lot of people are taking this uh, a variety of ways. I am, I, I'm just baffled at a guy. Last night he had it going in the final minutes. And they have a last possession for the game. And, look, some of this is lip reading. Some of this is... is interpretation but it looked to me like he was saying no 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 no, Dwayne you take the ball on the last possession and I'm thinking if there was ever a time for that guy to feel confident about taking the last shot it would have to be that and I I can't recall a great player uh, uh, MVP type talent who is okay with not having the ball in his hands at the end of a game it's just extraordinary to me. Well, that's just one of about a thousand reasons we'd love to see the Celtics and the yes. Heat in the uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals, Rick. Hey, thanks you for the time. It. We appreciate talking basketball with you as always. My pleasure. Rick Buecher from ESPN with Dennis and Callahan on the AT&T Hotline, AT&T 4G LTE with speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G AT&T. You know amazing? Everything possible. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.